Welcome to this episode of Sometimes I Talk to Myself. Hi, how y'all doing? <laughs> so if you have a problem with my morning voice, then you might want to turn this off. Because <laughs> this is her. This is me. Um, yeah, I just woke up not too long ago. The Lord kind of woke me up early this morning. And um, yeah, I was just like, okay. It's been a month since I've talked to you guys, and I miss y'all. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to talk today about a couple of things. Updates first. I am doing super great. Well, let me see. May 7th, May to June 7th. So, I just made my one-month anniversary of not being on my job. I quit my job on May 7th. Well, my last day was May 7th. And um, I am, yeah, freelancing as a hairstylist. And I didn't have like a crazy amount in my savings. I just started to touch my savings recently. And that was because I needed tires. But um, yeah, it's been really, really, really good. <laughs> I feel like I'm dreaming again with God. I feel like I'm, I'm stepping out on some things again. So it's super exciting. Um, I'm about to actually make some coffee while we're talking. I have this little single serve Keurig and I'm going to make a little coffee while we're talking, even though that's just going to make my voice sound a little more crazy. You know how it is when caffeine on your vocal cords for all you singers out there, it's, it's murder. (laughs) But anyway, um, throw that old pot away. Let me see. I don't have any more Pete's coffee. Do you guys drink Pete's? It's super strong. So I've tried this new coffee. It's um, it's Trader Joe's coffee. And it's Colombian. But they make their uh, K-cup things kind of strange. It's made out of like a mesh. It's interesting. I like it. So anywho, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about... Um, I think I want to do a series called, like, It's Time to Eat. Okay, y'all, I just did the stupidest thing. I just <laughs> I just started this thing and didn't have a cup under there. So, yeah, there you go. Good morning. And there you go. So, um, so loud, my gosh. <laughs> so, anyway, I want to start a series, but... So let me finish these updates first, though. So I, I'm I'm a month off of my job. My first stop, I went to Chicago because I was so, so nervous that I was not going to survive the transition. So my sister, um, <laughs> my sister lined up all these clients for me to do a lot of most all of them were her clients that couldn't get on her schedule. So they settled for me. And they were pleasantly surprised that, in fact, they hadn't settled, but they, you know, had a very uh, wonderful experience in my chair. And so I love all my sister's clients, and um, it was really great. I was out there for two weeks, and then I had to come back here to Florida. And the reality, you know, was like, okay, you know, do I need to hustle? Like, what do I need to do? (laughs) I have my regulars, but... Uh, I was starting in a new salon. So, I mean, I changed everything, y'all. Oh, my gosh. I have so much to say. So, I've my sister said something. She didn't even finish saying it because I think God knew 
he needed to kind of protect my heart where this was concerned. But she made a statement. She said, you base a lot um, of what you do and don't do off of what you think you hear God saying. But she didn't really get to finish saying that. Because she said, would you move back home to, to Chicago? And I'm like, eh, I need to kind of pray about it. We'll see, you know. Um, and so that's when she made that comment. And I don't think it was out of a place of like, oh, I just want my sister here. I think she meant it like, how are you making these life-altering decisions based on, I think God said this. Wait, let me switch cups. Ooh. Okay. Somewhat seamless transition. All right. So, yeah. So it made me think. So I started to kind of evaluate some things that I had done with the Lord in mind, thinking maybe he said something. Um, I, not, and I wasn't reevaluating in a sense of like, okay, I need to, you know, change my whole life because maybe I heard it wrong. But no, I, I feel like I reevaluated a few things because a few things I did... I believe I heard from the Lord, but I didn't have that peace around it like you need when you're making these life-altering decisions, right? So there was one thing where I was working at this salon um, in the heart of like Altamont Springs. And the salon is beautiful. It has a loft upstairs where they do nails and facials and stuff like that. And... um wonderful people there. I was the only black person at the time working in there. And I had a little, um, I was working like, it was two sides to the shop. So anyway, I'm working in this place and it's bustling. It's constantly moving. Things are happening. It's, um, the environment is electrifying. There are no other Christians in there though. I'm sure of, I'm sure of that. And so, um, so, but I'm there though, and I'm like getting walk-ins and people are coming in for services and haircuts and things and I'm making really good money. And then all of a sudden, um, I'm in prayer, like I'm walking and praying and there, my, my, one of my church members told me about her hairstylist who opened up a shop and she's a Christian and this and that and the other. And so I just get this feeling, this nudge, like, I think I'm supposed to be with her. But I felt so much peace where I was because I was growing. And so I have this thing with God. Don't judge me, y'all. Listen, I have this thing with the Lord where I'm like, I want him to know that money does not have a hold on me. Like, his word has has a greater hold on me than money. And so if I have to give up something monetary or, um, you know what I'm saying, to take the lesser to show him that, no, God, like you're, what you say to me is it, it trumps everything. I don't care if I'm making 100000 and you tell me to go work for 30 I'm going to do it, you know, like a year, a year. So anyway, um, this place I went to visit and... She did this, and the salon is nice. It's beautiful. She did really, really good. And it's, you know, um, it's a different location, though. And that's the only thing. Where we were located at the other salon, um, it was a better location because of the type of traffic that it generated. 
Well, my my church member's um, stylist, her salon, though beautiful, the location, uh, it's in a prime location, so to speak, but the area wasn't the best area. So, yeah, so, but I was like, okay, God, if you call me over here, then cool, let's go. Let's go. So, I make the move begrudgingly. I called a friend of mine. I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't want to move. I feel like I'm connecting where I am, but I feel like God said this. And so I went ahead and made the move. I made the move. And also at the same time, I was moving to uh, into my job. Wow, I just realized this. I was moving into Advent Health, where, you know, I was working for like hourly um, there as well, doing hair. So at the hospital. So I transitioned into Advent Health the same time I was transitioning into working at this new salon with um, this other woman of God. And it was interesting. There it wasn't like it was at the other place. She only had like one other stylist and then she, that girl left. So it was just me and her. Um, and so that was tough. Because the walk-ins weren't like it was at the other place. Where I looked up and I made $400 one day. Just just nobody on my books. And these people walked in and it was like, client, 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 client. And so I was like, okay, but I'm here, God. I'll pay you. All right, okay, I'm starting a new job. So it's cool, right? So um i have a point to all this and this is really not what i wanted to talk to y'all about but i feel like i should talk about this <laughs> so i do that for a while and i never really fully get settled in there i may in in the two years almost two years that i worked with her i might or in that salon i might have gotten maybe two walk-ins whereas the other place i was getting them like constantly and so my sister said that comment, and I began to think back on a few things. Now, I want to say this. I know I hear from the Lord. I know I do. There's been times where even yesterday I prayed for a lady, and the Lord was like, she has unforgiveness toward her mom, and that's why she's having these back problems real bad, like debilitating, and she's not even old. And I was like, mm. So after I prayed for her in the little store we were in, I said, "Do you are you angry at your mother? She was like, how do you know? Yes, I'm angry. You know, so I'm like, okay, I know I hear from God, so I'm not crazy. So I can't go ahead and tear down every everything in my life uh, thinking I didn't hear from him. But what I found out is, y'all, that when we hear from the Lord, if it's not followed by his peace, there's a certain peace that you get when God speaks also, there's this this other thing, too. So sometimes he'll tell you to do something scary. And there's a piece there. But there's also this, like, there's a fear that comes, too. But I'm not talking about peace without fear. I'm talking about there is also this. It's almost like the equivalent of having an upset stomach, you know, where you just can't settle because your tummy hurts. And it's like a gas bubble. And the gas won't come out, so it just hurts hurts and it's uncomfortable it's kind of like that feeling um I've had moves like this move from my job I was nervous but I had peace and I was excited too it was more so excitement and peace than it was okay I'm nervous and so 
I thought back on some things and I said, you know what? I was thriving at that other salon, like thriving. I was doing so well. Um, I'm going back. So I, <laughs> I literally did like an exodus. Okay. I went from, I was working at the hospital. I put my notice in, I I quit there. I went and got my stuff from the other shop. I said, Hey y'all, I'm out. Like I told the owner, I love her sweet lady. No, we used to pray around that place. We used to walk around and pray and all that good stuff. But I don't need to be in a place where I'm with other Christians. God disciples us so he can send us out. So for me to be the only Christian in a salon, fine. Like I used to think, oh, I need to be around. No, actually, let me go into a place of darkness and become the light. That's, you know, they need light too. Why why separate myself off to, to, to just be with other Christian stylists when... I was put on this earth for a purpose, you know? So anyway, I moved back to the other shop. I told the owner, I'm like, look, I'm in, I'm going to Chicago for a few weeks. When I quit my job, I'll be back um, on the, I think the 15th. I'm starting on the 18th. He was like, cool, come on. I was like, cool, let's go. And I told him, I said, I travel doing hair, so it's going to be some weeks I'm not here. He was like, cool, I'm fine with it, let's go. Like, just chill, lay back, let's go. So I started there on the 18th. And I called a few of my clients that I had and said I moved. And they were like, okay, cool. But, y'all, it's been fa- fantastic. Like, <laughs> like walk-ins. Like, yesterday, I went in. I only had one client. And I have so much to tell y'all. Oh, my gosh. This is why it's almost like when you journal and you forget to journal for a few weeks. <laughs> and then you're like, I got five pages to write because I've, I need to catch up. So, so um, I was talking, I was thinking like, okay, so I'm, I'm self-employed again. I'm totally on my own. All right. How am I doing this? So I looked, so my, here's something that happened yesterday to me. I had my tires, my light came on for my tires. And sometimes when the weather really changes, my tires will start tripping out. So like the pressure will drop in my tires and I'll have to put a little air in it. So if it gets cold, real cold pressure drops air so the thing pressure dropped and I let it go for a minute until finally it got down to like 34 psi and I was like okay I need to go put air in my tire so I go put air in my tire wait a minute I think I got hit on by a sex trafficker (laughs) it was this Hispanic guy when I went to put air in my tire who he pulled me over like he was like where you going I was like to get air so he was like okay he follows me and this was at the red light. So I turned in to get air at the gas station I was going to. And he gets out. And he's not, he's a short guy, first of all. He had nice eyes, but he was short. And he's like, um, wanted to talk to me. And he can't speak English. He speaks a little bit of English. I'm like, sir, no, sir. We can't talk. We don't know what each other is saying. And he didn't even know what I meant when I said that. <laughs> But why I thought he was a sex trafficker was because he was like, um, he was like, where where you live? Where you live? I said, Orlando. You know, it's oh Orlando, Orlando. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Uh, um, I call you. I call you. We go out uh, tonight. Tonight you free. You free. I'm like, um, I was like, okay, call me. Okay. Like in my mind, I'm like, boy, you short. I done already told you this is not going to work, but. Okay, fine, whatever. So 
Um, I'll just delete your number. <laughs> so I give him my number and he is like, you live with family? You live mother, father, sister? You live with family? I was like, what kind of question is that? You don't ask these questions when you meet somebody. So I just thought that was strange. I was like, yeah, I live with my dad, my daddy. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, okay. okay. I'm like, what the heck is boy bye anyway so <laughs> i digress so i went to get air in my tire and and here's another thing you don't hit on a woman at the air pump and you see she's trying to get air and then you don't do her tires for her you definitely <laughs> you definitely don't get no play sir sorry Mm-mm. he just drove right off and watched me put start the air putting the air in my tire i'm like all right well I don't want you to pay for it. Just do it for me. I had a dress on and everything. Anyway, I'm fussing. So, <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, I can't, I'm putting the air in my tire. And I realized that the right passenger rear tire is bald, y'all. It's completely bald. So, like, no tread in that middle section. The outer part had tread. So, Mercedes, the dealership, told me. They were like, okay. You need to get these back ones replaced. But when I looked at them, there was still a nice little amount of tread. And Mercedes, they be tripping. So they'll be like, you need an oil change. You're like three weeks away from needing one, but come on in right now. I'm like, no, I'm going to come in when it's time. So I had to learn that about them. I have my, had my car now going on three years, I think. Um, so Or two years, definitely two years, almost three. So anyways, I'm like looking at my tires like, they fine. Replace the front ones. The front ones were pretty bad. So they replaced the front ones and charged me an arm and a stinking leg for it. And then I was like, the rear ones will go an- at least another two months. Well, I went past that because I just forgot because what do I do? I'm not looking at my tires. I don't care about that. So <laughs> I know all the guys on here are probably cringing, but um, I did not think about them anymore until that light came on. And I was like, shoot. So I went to put air and I looked and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're bald. One of them was bald. And, um, and I was like, shoot. Okay. I got, you know, this money in my savings. I have, um, money in my account, but I don't want to let me call and see how much these tires are going to cost because my goodness. So, so I go, I call discount tire code this, this time because I'm like, Mercedes, y'all trip. <laughs> so I called discount tire and they're like, yeah, it's going to be this much for two tires. So it's like four forty-five, And I was like, Ooh, that's not, I really don't want to pay more than two right now because I didn't want to eat into any of my, I'm like holding on to money tightly because I don't want to end up, um, like, you know, just low, you know, this, this fear, like I want to make it, (laughs) I want to have something for a rainy day in case anything happens. So, and so anyway, um, Holy spirit, I'm, I'm up, I'm, I go into discount tire, I'm making, I'm going to make an appointment and I feel like he's saying get two tires. And so I was like, eh, uh, I need to, I need to use wisdom with the, with the savings I have, with the money that I have. So I'm not getting too tired. So I make the appointment. Um, but then I'm like, okay, if God says it, just do it. Says, says, okay, give me, give me two tires instead of one. Cause I was just going to get the one that was really bald and the other one was not too far behind it. 
but I go ahead and make an appointment for two. The next morning was the day of my appointment and I'm in the shower and I'm like, I'm not getting two tires. I'm getting one. I'm going to hustle this week. When I get back from Texas, because I know my book, my schedule is full for Texas, I'm going to use that and I'm going to get a second tire. Holy Spirit said, get this, just get the second tire, daughter. You got the money, do it. And I'm like, $400, $445, which is cheaper than what Mercedes charged me, which they charged me almost $600 for two tires. So we won't get into that. Um, but I have an SUV and it's a luxury SUV. And so I understand the cost. I was just going to kind of like work it out. Okay. So I get to discount tire code. I'm like, Lord, I trust you. I'm going to pay for the tires. I go ahead and pay for them in advance, which they had never done that before. Normally they get the money after and they get the money and I sit down and I start working on my computer. Some things I need to do. I'm making phone calls. This guy comes up to me and he's like, Mr. Wyatt, I'm really sorry we made a mistake. You don't want to hear something like that when somebody's handling your $50,000 vehicle. Okay. I'm like, what kind of mistake did y'all make? And who's paying for it? Because I'm not paid for it. <laughs> so I'm like, what's up? He said, I know we told you we had the the Valero whatever's in stock, which is the mid-grade. I didn't get the cheapest ones. I didn't get the most expensive. I got the middle one. He said, but um, actually we don't have those. So we're going to have to upgrade you to these Michelins. Um, and I'm like, how much extra is that? He was like, we're not charging you. We're going to just do it on the house because it was our mistake. We told you we had them in and we didn't. Woo, y'all. <laughs> And I went to the bathroom and I was doing a little shout. Like I had, a, I had a like my mouth dropped. I was cool with him. Like okay, like you better have. But when I went to the bathroom, <laughs> I literally was like, oh my gosh, because I thought about it. If I had only gotten one tire, oh, sorry. <laughs> I just felt my health a little bit. <laughs> If I had only gotten one tire, then I would have only gotten one upgrade. Ooh, my God. Let that sink in. Ooh, if I only, if I had, if I didn't obey God and I only got one tire, then I would have only gotten one upgrade. I got two upgrades because I got two tires. <laughs> so that's a word for somebody. Get the uh, get your get what God tells you to get so that when He upgrades you, everything will be upgraded at the same time. You won't be working on partial. <laughs> it's too early for this. I'm trying to be quiet, but you won't be working on a partial upgrade. Go ahead and do what God say do. If He say go, go. If He say buy it, buy it. If He say don't buy it, don't buy it. I'm learning. I'm like I feel like I'm learning all over again how to obey God. He'll tell me something now. He's like, he's been talking to me, but little stuff again, he's training me to hear again. So anyway, um, I love him so much, but I just wanted to share that with you guys that, um, man, it's, it's the peace of God. So, so me leaving my job has been a journey, but man, has it been beautiful. And then, so yesterday I spent that money and he literally replenished it. When I went to work, I didn't have anybody, but I had one client. 
and her service was around um two hundred dollars excuse me sorry um it was around two hundred dollars and and so that wasn't necessarily replenishing nothing it was just that's that's income that it was already allotted for other things but then the walk-ins started coming one after the other and, and I felt like Wow, now that is replenishing something because I just spent an extra two hundred and something dollars on a tire that I wasn't intending, and I made it up in just that moment. So, man, y'all, I, I just I feel like I'm walking now in such a place of peace, and I'm so thankful and grateful to God for putting up with me, for dealing with me, for loving me, for being patient with me, for guiding me with his eye on me. So I'm going to pray for us, but I just wanted to, I don't know, even know what we'll title this one, but maybe I'll t- t- title it Discount Tire Co. I don't know what we'll call it, but <laughs> we'll find a name. I'll find a figure out a name, but I want you guys to walk in and with the peace of God and not with fear. Fear will rob you of life. Man, buy the ticket, do the travel, like go for it. Uh, I went to New York. It was my 13th wedding anniversary on May 31st. And I just felt like, you know what? New York is one of my favorite places. I want to be in New York for my anniversary. And so I did. I flew to New York on the 28th of May. And I stayed, I actually stayed until the 31st and I left that evening. But I just had the best time. and And it wasn't crazy expensive. I did some hair. I made some money too, but it was just beautiful to just go. So I want to encourage you like hear from God, follow the peace that's in your heart. And what do we talk about our last podcast? Like sometimes like that detour will lead you down a way that maybe it wasn't the will of God. The perfect will was like the good, the acceptable will of God. It wasn't the, the perfect will of God, but you know, I'm finding that even to make the decision to leave my job, even to to move from that shop and go back to where I was, I just said, you know what, God, I'm doing it. Like, you with me? Like, <laughs> come on, let's go. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. And one more thing I want to say, too, is a scripture that says that, um, I think it's uh, Proverbs 16 and 3. And it says, roll your works on the Lord, and then he'll make your thoughts agreeable to his will. And then your plans will be established and succeed. It's interesting because I always thought that I needed an outside opinion from God. And I'm starting to realize that his opinion already lives on the inside of me. I'm constantly like, okay, Lord, what do you think about this? You know, like I'm always asking him that. So in that case, he said that if we roll our works upon him, that he'll make our thoughts agreeable to his will. That means it's not something that's going to be like this light bulb where it's or this voice from outer saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. He's saying, your thoughts are going to be my thoughts, period. When you have a thought and idea is going to pop up, it's me. It's God. He's saying, that's me, boo. Like, go for it. God says, okay, open up this charitable, whatever organization, do it. He's like, in your mind, your mind is already, it's it's going to come as an idea. That's why I keep notebooks. I, 
I use my phone app. Um, I just write these things down as they come because many times it's the Lord and it's a way out for you. It's a way out. God is giving you a way out. We just have to be bold enough to take the step and do it. Let me say this last thing and then I'm going to let y'all go. I'm going to pray and then let you go. My friend, um, Jennifer, she recently won a car. She like there was a uh, what is it called? So like something at her church and her church is pretty big. And so they had people who wanted this car um, submit an application for it. And then they picked a, a winner at random or they reviewed the application and then they picked a winner and she won. She won a car, a whole car. And she, I was like, girl, how did you win? She was like, I just applied. I'm starting to realize, like, if we just need to apply. One of my really good friends was living in um in her apartment. She had gotten this apartment. She didn't have a job for over two years. She ended up getting this apartment, a very expensive apartment. Um, and it was kind of like a gift to her that she didn't have to, like, apply for it. It like she didn't have to run. They didn't have to run her credit or anything. Uh, it was like a sublease or whatever. I don't think they had to. I don't really know. But anyway, it was a sublease to her or maybe they did. Who knows? But in any case, it wasn't that traditional from the basement starting from the bottom. Now I'm here type of thing. She just kind of got grandfathered into this woman's lease. And so um, what's interesting, though, she didn't have a job that whole time. She was doing little odds and ends, but she didn't have like a job. And that rent was high. And I'm like, girl, trust him. Trust him. The Lord whole gave me a Mercedes. <laughs> and I was barely, barely working. But he's kept me in it for almost three years. And so um, I was like, girl, look, I wasted so much time being afraid that they were going to come get my car from me if I missed a payment, which during COVID I did. I missed several payments. And they never came and got my car. And so I told her, I said, hey, don't do what I did. Um, living in fear and wondering, oh, my God, if I go out here, is my car going to still be out here uh, and all that stuff? I'm like, girl, live in your apartment and enjoy it because, you know, I came to the end of that where I didn't have it. And then I ended up having it and was able to bounce back and I still have my car, praise God. So I said, girl, look, God's going to do it. But don't spend this this lean time afraid of losing your place. That's your, that's your, your gift from God. He gave it to you. So. Y'all, why the tell me why the heck <laughs> she's been in that place a year and barely made I don't know how many payments and she applied she had to apply for it y'all stuff is not gonna just come to y'all you have to go get it that's what Mary Mary said go get it go get your blessing go get it go get go get your blessing. Y'all apply for this stuff. Apply for the grants, the loans, the apply for it. God is saying his yes is on your action. Do it. She applied for this housing grant. I don't know what the heck kind of housing grant it is. I want to know what it is so I can apply for it. And she was, I guess, in the rears, however much. Do y'all know they approved her for over $20,000 in rent? baby. I could throw this phone right now. She said the Holy Spirit woke her up and told her just apply. And she applied and got it for that much. Sir, 
man, are y'all listening to me? Whew. It's it's a work that we have to do too. So I'm all over the place. I'm talking about moving with the peace of God. I'm talking about all these things, but I'm also saying that it, without faith, it's impossible to please God. But also, like Second Thessalonians three and ten says, a man or woman that is unwilling to work won't eat. So do something. Do something with what's in your hand. If you are unhappy with your job, talk to God about it. He will give you an exit strategy. He'll start. You say, God, okay, I'm ready to obey you and open my business. I know you've been telling me, but I've been afraid. But I cannot work at this job another second. I can't be around these people. I'm sick of them. They don't like me. (laughs) I don't like them. And it's like the pot. Have y'all ever put your foot in a pedicure bath and the water was hot? And it was too hot, but if you kept it in one place, it felt bearable. But if you swirled it around, it's like, oh, no, I can't handle it. You got to pull your foot out because it's like real hot. But if you put it in and you just be real still and you can handle the water, that's kind of how being at a job or a position or place that you are not lo- no longer meant to be at feels. It's like, as long as I don't do nothing, I can I can take it. But if I do anything in this place... I can't take, I got to pull out. That's (laughs) my analogies. I'll be tripping. I was talking to the youth last night when I was speaking to the youth at my church. And I was like, y'all know how you you chew on a piece of meat that that won't break down? You just keep chewing it and that thing is still just a piece of meat in your mouth and it won't break. And you just got to spit it out. Some stuff you just got to spit out. (laughs) Man, my analogies, they be, I'll be tripping. But anyway, I know y'all feeling me. This was, um my first time coming back to y'all. So I'm really, I just had a lot to say. I still have a lot to say. I'm about to start a series with y'all. Okay. I'm going to do a series and it is going to be on some, I'm not even going to tell you because if I tell you and then don't start next week and something else comes out, then I don't want to feel some kind of way, but I want to just pray for y'all real quick. Father, in Jesus name, I thank you for, um, Man, I thank you, God. It is you who gives us power to get wealth. Wow, what do you what 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 do you need power for if you're not gonna do nothing with it? Man, it's Lord, the destitute, the homeless, they wait on handouts. Those that are unable to work or unable to move, they wait on handouts. God, we are your sons and your daughters, and we we don't need handouts, God. We we love when you give us gifts, though, but. Father, you give us power to go get that wealth. So I thank you, God, for giving us power to get wealth. Lord, I thank you for dusting off those and helping these people that are listening to dust off those witty inventions that they've had, those, um, man, those those ideas that were million-dollar ideas that is just sitting in their brain that, that could bless a community of people, that could bless people's lives, and they're just like, not doing nothing with it. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you will just, man, thank you, God, open up um, their hearts and their minds, Lord, to be able to do the things that you put them on the earth to do in Jesus' name. I thank you, God, that fear will not stop us anymore. Lord, I pray that we will just go ahead and, and apply for the things we need to apply for, do the things we need to do, because it is our time in the mighty name of Jesus. So, yeah, thank you, God. Just bless um, what you're doing in this hour. And I bless these people that are listening. And, yeah.
I thank you, Lord, for favor upon favor. I thank you for upgrades on obedience. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> I thank you for upgrades on obedience. I thank you for, um, even if it costs us something, it costs me extra, but that upgrade was well worth it. So I'm talking about these tires and my brain is just going. So yeah, thank you, Lord. <laughs> God, I bless them. I bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. All right, y'all. I'll talk to y'all next week. I'll be in um, Texas this week, like I said. So I'm leaving tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Why do I keep getting these early flights where I have to be at the airport at like 5? And then I know I don't pack to the last minute. So praying I get in the bed before midnight because I really need a nap, like for real, for real. So anyway, love you guys. And I will talk to y'all soon. Bye.